Ian. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for podcast listeners, Ian is striking a match and lighting a single candle in front of him. Dave, it's a uh, somber evening. It is. It is, it's Ian. Be more somber once I set my hair on fire with a candle. <laughs> That's, but we we have to say we have to say goodbye. We to do someone pretty dear to both our hearts on this this episode of of Apex Adjacent. We do. Do you, do you want to tell the people why I'm precariously close to an open flame? <laughs> well, I can only assume that your children are in bed because otherwise an open flame would not exist in your house. <laughs> No, no. If they were still awake, the house would already be burning down. <laughs> yes. Um. Well. Uh. Everybody listening, everybody watching, I have had a grand total of three sobs come into my life so far. So far, right? I think that both you and I Ian, can say so far because so, so I don't far, think yeah. either of us are ruling it out, right? Right. Um, and now I have had three depart my life. Mm-hmm. My beloved Saab Vigan uh, is no more. It has, it, uh, I mean, we'll get into it, but um, it suffered a mechanical failure after I spent a lot of money on it. Uh, and I would say a pretty spectacular mechanical failure. Yes. Yes, probably the mechanical failure, right? Yeah, it kind of, I would say, borderline Viking funeral that kind of fits its Scandinavian heritage. Yeah, yeah, I'm thankful that there was not fire, Mm -hmm. you know, but, uh, so you're making up for that now with your single I did shoot an arrow, a flaming (laughs) arrow at it at one point, but that was it. Well, I think the new owner may be a little mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's let's explain what happened. Sure, sure. Yeah, let's get into it. So we were very excited to participate in high one of the Emic Track Days at High Plains Raceway uh, on April 25th. This is our first track day since before the pandemic. Yeah, right? I did. I did one oh, during the pandemic, but that that's right. You did one with PETA. That's mm-hmm. right. I couldn't make that one because I didn't have the Vigan ready for anything. Right. Um, but yeah, I hadn't been on a track in a long time. Hadn't been karting, anything like that, you know. And so we were very excited. I poured a bunch of money into getting the Vigan worked on at High Plains Raceway, um, all the engine stuff, and. Uh, you know, my whole philosophy with the Vigan, even its current, you know, very rusty state, was that it had a limited lifespan, right? That eventually rust was going to take it. There's no two ways about it, you know? And uh, the... (laughs) This is the, uh, this is basically the, uh, someone is in hospice, fuck it, let them eat cheeseburgers for every meal sort of approach to life. Yes. That's a great way to put it, right? You get the ice cream, you yeah. get the beer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it had a bananas turbo engine, a really fun transmission, heaps of rust. Mm-hmm. Why not just track it like crazy and live out mm-hmm. the rest of its life until a strut tower pops through, you know, a strut pops through a rusty strut tower, right? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. seemed like sound logic to me, which probably should have been your first <laughs> indication that it that that you were like, you know what, that's not a bad idea, Dave. <laughs> that's what you should be like. Hey. I need a red flag to wave on this show, <laughs> <laughs> right? When Ian agrees, yeah. it's a bad decision. Yeah. We also had pretty grand plans for this track day. So we had yeah. this idea where we would take each other out in laps mm-hmm. uh, in in our cars, in our respective cars, you and the Saab and me and the, the Volkswagen. And then we would switch 
and mm-hmm. let the other person drive the other person's car. Right. Um, right. And record the whole thing. Yep. Right. And, and yeah. And so we made it not very far into that uh, shooting schedule because this was like basically the first mm-hmm. session yeah. that we were there. We went out. We did what? Three hot laps, maybe? I think maybe four. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. With you at the wheel. Uh huh. Um, yep. And me being a terrible passenger. And then we were heading up turn seven, which is High Plains Drifter. Uh huh. And I said, What's that noise? Uh huh. Yeah. We heard and a I, noise. Yeah. And I thought it was like the exhaust, an exhaust leak or your exhaust fell off or something. Cause it was, you know, it's under full throttle and we were going pretty fast. So it's hard to hear. Yeah. Windows yeah. were down. There's a lot of buffeting. And we have helmets on. And then, we slow down for the hairpin and you let the clutch out. Uh huh. And as you let the clutch out and the engine revs up, we were like, Oh, uh, yep. We lost power steering going into a hairpin because yeah, the well, car had essentially died. Yeah. I looked over and the, the engine was off. Right. Uh, All the gauges were down. Yeah. And there was uh, the, you know, the light came on or whatever, but you were, you were letting the clutch back out. And so you basically jump started the car. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then it went <laughs> which is uh it turns out not the noise that you're supposed to hear out of a sob. Right, right. It's supposed to usually, you know, right? Uh yeah, yeah. not not supposed to hear. So we knew something was very wrong, so we limped it to a a straightaway parked on the inside. And uh, got a hold of the flag people. They came yes. around with the tow truck and towed yep. us into uh, into the paddock. Where, yes. and I have to say, I I how early do you think I knew? I think I knew instantly what had happened. Oh yeah, I mean, we we said it to the tow truck driver. We knew what it was because right. we could hear it. We could hear it as we were coasting to a stop. You could hear it, but. The idle. I mean, it was a bottom end sound. Yep. Um, that was like, it's unmistakable. Yep. Um, because it sounds so expensive in your ears. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dollar signs leave your soul when that yes. happens, right? And I will, I will say that the one bright side that I can think of for all of this is that you will, without a doubt, um, be a driver's meeting anecdote as well. Yeah. I will. I will because of my idiotic Toho camera <laughs> that I hooked up and forgot to take off. I had this genius idea of turning the tow hook into a camera holder. Uh, that's great on the way out to the track. Mm-hmm. It's not something you should ever do when you're on the track uh, because that prevented the tow truck driver from hooking up the tow truck to uh, where the place where it should be. And uh, he had to go underneath the bumper to get it. So, yeah. Uh, uh, very angry tow truck driver and justifiably so because I put everybody at risk and, I, and I'm very sorry about that. Also, your to, candle is dri- speaking of putting everyone at risk. I am concerned it, like the spun rod that uh, the spun rod bearing that killed the Vigan. Would you please extinguish this candle before <laughs> it's dripping on my desk, which is probably not this is less than ideal. So yeah, so it it spun a rod bearing or it or a crank bearing, one of the two. But um, essentially, from one of those that's important from that. consistent long heavy turns in a car like the Vigan, you can oil starve a portion of the engine, uh, and then you will get metal to metal contact. And uh, the Saab suffers from uh, uh. A kind of a condition or this kind of like status in the automotive community where you can't get things like, like they're fun to track, but you can't get things like a baffled oil pan or stuff like that that would prevent this kind of thing from happening. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, it is a lesson learned in the kind of vehicle that you want to track. And also I think it was a big lesson for me in kind of thinking about my time on a track and, and how I feel track driving period. You know, yeah, yeah. It's it was not 
not our best track day all around. I mean, um, you know, Peta didn't get didn't get the M3 out. Yeah, and brought the brought the Volvo and had kind of a scary um, oil leak happen. Right, that turned out to be totally fine, but right seemed like the theme of the day was not uh, was was things not going super smoothly. Our heart rates did not go anywhere near resting. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. So, but your little R thirty two in typical fashion just stomped it, around the track like it always does. Yeah, it does. I mean, it does so good at the at track days where it, it, you know you can just do session after session after session. And, you know, until the tires give up, it's just like, it just does what it does. Yeah. You end up managing tires and, and brake pads, not, mm-hmm. you know, mechanical things. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, is, yeah. You manage heat more than you manage, you know, anything. Yeah. And I did start, I did overheat a little, mm. I did, the engine got a little hot. Yeah. Um, on, in one session mm-hmm. and I just backed it off for a little bit and it was fine. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's it's been good. I'm yeah, super happy about that. <laughs> so, yeah, of all the cars that we thought would be not surviving the track day, I don't think we had the Vigan at the top of the list. We did not. <laughs> it's certainly not for engine stuff, you know, because right. the engine's been so strong in that. Yeah. Uh, and you just had so much work done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I think the motto for something like that is you run it higher in oil than what the dipstick says you should. Mm-hmm. And had I done that, it probably would have been okay. You know, looking back on things, it's fortunate it happened when it did. Um, because there was still plenty of daylight left in the day, waiting for the tow truck. We weren't there until like, you know, 9 yeah. p.m., you know, so like some some things kind of came funny. together. And I I, at least from a high level standpoint, I accepted the loss of the vegan fairly quick, you know, right. Because it, it did have a, 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 a fixed time that it could be enjoyed, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, I mean, it's, it's super rusty, like getting underneath it and looking at like some of the subframe, not like the frame components. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you would roll underneath it and then feel too confident about it on a track, but I know I'm not somebody that can push a car like crazy hard. So, right. you know, yeah, it's not like I'd be putting all the stress on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, other positives, uh, you know, we did learn that AAA will pick you up at the track. <laughs> at the is, track. Yeah. Yep. Which is very valuable information. Yeah. Because um, they're, I just have like the, the super duper I've been stranded in the mountains coverage. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not, they're not my insurance company. I just have roadside assistance to them. They just drove right through the track gates, <laughs> hooked up the car and drove it away. Like no yeah. questions. Yeah. The, the guy that loaded up the Viggen was like super perfect about like, you know, putting some wood down. It didn't scrape. Like he had the angle perfect for the giant chin on that car. You know, yeah, like it was, it was great, you know, like great experience. Like his boss was there towing a poor Hello Kitty themed Mini Cooper that suffered a head gasket failure. Yeah. 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 So a, a fair number of cars were towed from the track that day, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but I would just like to reflect on like real quick, like the Vigan and what it's brought into my life and in, into our lives, right? Mm-hmm. It was a, like, in my opinion, this is the absolute peak of what Saab has ever done or ever will do. I don't, I mean, I don't really see them doing anything in the future. Um, but I, I think it's the, the best Saab period. You know, I know a lot of people like the SPGs or the classics or whatever. For me, it may not be the best, but like your R32, I feel like it is the absolute coolest. Yeah. I, I love it so much. Uh, so yeah. I wanted one and I found one on Craigslist from listed by a crazy person in Maine uh, or from Maine uh, mm-hmm. that lived up in Vail, uh, our good buddy PETA. And these, yeah. are, these are his original pictures that he sent me when the car was on Craigslist. This is him washing it before I, I bought it and him showing me the rust on it, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is how PETA came into our lives. Is yeah. Right. Via, via this rusty piece of Swedish metal. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like Kelly and I went up, we met with PETA. She liked him instantly, uh, because, uh, he was, he was very nice. We connected really quick. Uh, he let her use his employee like key to get to like a restroom, you know, mm-hmm. even though we had just met um, where he worked and uh, we took it for a test drive. We connected instantly on sob stuff because his also had the cold solder joints on the uh, computer. So it was stealth mode, as I call it, where you're, you don't hear your turn signals. It doesn't chime anything. Right. right so like right. all of these little things where he had it as far as mods went perfect right the steering rack you know some suspension a stage one tune the exhaust you know that stuff nothing insane and uh and he was a good guy and so uh i bought it for i think uh 22 or 2400 dollars, something like that nothing crazy you know but um you know in also I, you know, I made a friend that day and I'm, yeah. I, I would buy a, I told PETA earlier today, I would buy 20 rusty vegans if it meant getting him into my life. Um, because he's, he's an amazing guy and I'm, I'm we're all better for knowing him for sure. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just love that you have spent also the, like an order of magnitude less than <laughs> what you have just keeping it ready these last few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, with a car like that, you need to expect it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because a budget track car is never that, right? You right, know? That's, not a, that's not a thing that exists, yeah. Right, but, you know, I loved it. It photographs very nicely. It's uh, mm-hmm. It was a great car. There's nothing quite like that transmission and engine combo. Um, I'm so thankful that you got to drive it. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on cold tires, but still, like you know, you got to drive it. You rode with me on the track. I'm very thankful that I wasn't driving it when the engine let go. You know, it, it would have been just the same, buddy. It would because the uh, the I, I, I would know have felt that, so like, terrible, and I I would feel bad if I was driving your R32 and something happened, right? But um, right. you know, I think that yeah, I mean, we were both of the mindset of, that something's going to happen eventually to our cars, right? You know, yeah. there's a finite life, right? We have to, it makes it easier, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so despite failing emissions multiple times, these are pictures from two different trips to the emissions place. Um, I managed to get it to With pass. The, I think the same annoyed uh, technician in both. I think so. I think so. Yeah. In yeah. Both pictures. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Uh, managed to get it past emissions. It was fun to drive on the street um, and, you know, got it ready for the track. And then this happened. So I, you and I had one good track day in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It was not quite ready because I boiled the brake fluid pretty quick. Um, yeah. But, you know, so that, yeah, that happened. But, um, you know, yeah, it's just, it's, it's one of those cars that I know for the rest of my life, it's going to be a reference for other cars that I drive and that I will be kind of chasing the feeling of the Vigan for the rest of my life. Right. Right. It, you right. know, you will absolutely do that with your R32. Mm-hmm. Right. And like all the other cars that we drive from a press perspective, right? Like there's only been one that made me think like, Oh, this really fe- like makes me feel like the Vigan, and that was a Kia Stinger GT, right? You know, because it had turbo lag and it had mm-hmm. that kind of feeling of like not all of the kind of downsides of a turbo were engineered out of it, you know. And yeah. so, like, it, this is like it's it, it was already before, but it is a reference point or a touchstone for everything else that I drive for the rest of my life. Period. Yeah, you know. Those kinds of cars make an impact on you, you know, and yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, I am very excited to see what you replace are going to replace this with. You've been teasing me that you have 
plans and you refuse to tell me anything about what it is. I've, I've got a rough idea. So like, so let me tell you the situation I'm in now, right? So I like, I'm very, very thankful. I have Luther, right? My daily driver, but Luther doesn't have a bike rack. Luther doesn't have like that kind of stuff that like, if I wanted to haul something that, you know, dirty, you know, like, you know, a hatchback is fantastic, right? Right. A car with a bike rack is clutch for me because I love going mountain biking and stuff like that, right? I don't want to ride my bike all the way back to Buffalo Creek and then go riding. You know, I can't right. do that, right? Um, so I need to replace it with something that is like fun but also utilitarian, right? Um, and I've got a rough idea. I've talked to somebody a little bit and I think I have, I don't know, I think I have something I might want to try and I think. I think it's going to be fun for both of us. Okay. Yeah. But that's kind of all I want to say right now. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I have so many guesses, but I won't, I won't, I won't burn them now. I I will say uh, there's, I think I've told you that there's another Vigan running around this part of town. Uh, Lightning blue, 1999, three door. Oh, wow. And I've seen it a few times. And, and one time, in, uh, in fact, the morning I was taking my Vigan to get the uh, wheels aligned, I passed it on uh, Hamden uh, going the opposite way. And I just pointed and shouted, Vigan! Right? <laughs> and um, so I, uh, the shop that we had it towed to, Nordic, uh, mm-hmm. the shop owner's son, Ben, um, is the one with that Vigan. Oh, that's hilarious. So uh, we started texting, you know, the Nordic automotive guy was like, you know, my son might want it. He has a 99 as well. Um, and so he's going to use parts from my Vigan to keep his running. Uh, so the tr- his third gear grinds. Uh, so he he's going to take the transmission, uh, the front bumper, even though I have a crack in mine and hacked it up a touch. He It's in much better condition than his. Um, and so, yeah, so he's going to keep his vegan running with, uh, with PETA and Mai's vegan parts. So, well, that's good. At least it's, it's, you know, that it's going to a good home and, um, and it's going to be, you know, it's, it will live on. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I saw a ghost today actually, cause I saw a, uh, Turbo X, sport combi no way really by me and i don't know if it was mine oh um, wow you couldn't see if it was a, a tubo x right exactly yeah <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know if it was a tubo x i know there's another one or two of them in denver okay um so i don't know if i just happened to see one of the functional ones yeah um, but i just thought it was funny that, that i saw that today yeah when right? we were recording the the ghost big an episode yeah uh-huh. wow yeah. that's really funny mm-hmm. god okay okay yeah yeah so besides your r32 like what car have you driven that you think is going to be like a reference point for the rest of your life something that you've owned that you like you know that i lived with yeah i think the only other one is the is the sho like that's okay the other one that i like think about on a regular basis of just uh-huh. like how like fast and <clears throat> cushy it was all uh-huh. at the same time. Yeah. And just like how often it surprised people from like a lot of different perspectives, like just telling people this is a 1991 and they'd be like, what, you know? Okay. Like, okay. Power seats and uh-huh. yep. all that sort of stuff. Like it just, um, it was just a great, it was just a, such a cool car. Yeah. Very sticky, right? Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we, for sure. we, and, we ha- and physically. And physically. <laughs> so a lot of the plastics were starting to deteriorate. And so some of it was very sticky, literally. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. There, there's a few cars that have kind of crossed that threshold for, for us collectively, you mm-hmm. know, like the Lexus GSF, you know. Yeah. Um, I know the M5, you know. A lot of yep. stuff has kind of come in for you, the Julia Quadrifiglia. Yes, and, I know. Yes, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm very thankful to carry the Saba forward. I'm really thankful um, 
how everything lined up that PETA came into our lives. Uh, I'm very thankful that I've owned one. Um, you know, I'm always, you know me, I'm always going to have some kind of spot in my heart for sobs. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, everybody, uh, take a picture of yourself pouring out a little bit of a 40 and <laughs> uh, send it send it to us yeah, just, at gmail i i appreciate that i appreciate that i uh yeah it gets some ikea meatballs and throw them on the ground for me <laughs> 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 they just get them at the checkout and they're like this is for dave <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's yeah, awesome. yeah at least throw them somewhere where like wild animals will get them or something you know yeah mm-hmm. so, yeah thank yeah. you thank you i appreciate that yeah all yeah. right um dave why don't we why don't we move on to happier happier pastures you you know what i have i have a great picture for this ian because i I saw something that uh no matter what you have going on in your life and how Mm -hmm. bad things are Mm -hmm. you can look at this picture and be thankful that you're not this person Oh, okay. Yeah. So let me do a little bit of tab cleanup here real quick because I have a million of them open. But yeah, so um so here's here's what that is. You no matter what, you know you're doing better than this person. Tell the people what you see there, Ian. <laughs> it is a <laughs> it is a Mercedes Benz. Uh-huh. S500? Uh, I think is this S- another one? I is think this another one? It could be, but the S, I think, is upside down. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I think... I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. I know that they, at some point, did switch the numbers and letters around. Right, right. It is an S500, 500S, whatever. Yeah. Um, a beautiful car, but <laughs> they have a, uh, the only bumper sticker on it is a Ben Carson 2016 sticker. Uh, run, Ben, run. Dot org. Yeah. Yeah. So run, run, Ben, run. You forgot about your luggage. <laughs> so just take comfort in knowing that you're not the Ben Carson 2016 guy, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, no matter what you got going on, you're doing a little bit better than this guy. Well, and also you just put a a bumper sticker on your very clean old Benz. It's not clean. Look how look how damaged that is. It's just that's just the backup light. You don't need that. <laughs> and that's a fine. giant dent in the trunk. That's fine. That's fine. It doesn't look like that's been wedged open with a crowbar at any point. <laughs> it does. Right? Or <laughs> yeah. Right. Hopefully yeah. they weren't trying to rescue someone inside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's you lose a Vigan on the track. At least you got to drive a Vigan on a track, and you don't have a 2016 bumper sticker on it for being cars. See. See? There so you there go. you go. Right. It's all about perspective. Can I also make you feel better? And in, in that I, I made something for you. Is it a sob vegan that you've whittled out of meatballs? <laughs> it is. It is not. Okay. Started to, but then I ate the meatballs. <laughs> um, it, this is a themed license plate game. Oh, okay. And to get us in the spirit, I'm going to start with a my eyes. It's all. It's all in the Dave Don't Look folder. Okay. Okay. I'm currently looking in the Dave Don't Look folder. So let's start off with uh we get it. <laughs> <laughs> which is one of the picture names in there. This is a thing that I saw on the street the other day. Okay. All right. Um, and it's a, it's a BMW uh, M6 Grand Coupe. Okay. Yeah. It's a Black. gorgeous car. It is. It looks really good. I want to draw your attention to the novelty license plate in the front window. Oh boy. Okay. So it has Ohio temp tags, but this says, Oh, it has a pretend vanity plate that says paid cash M six grand coupe, Colorado. Ugh. Right. Wow. Just the worst. You're exactly right. Ugh. we get it. Okay. You have money. Congratulations. I also just, 
I like the the license plate might as well say please key my car. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Yeah, this car is trying to get you to join a multi-level marketing scheme. Right. Right. The only the only car that this is acceptable on would be like a Mitsubishi Mirage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Hashtag paid cash. Yeah. Right. And they're like, yeah, it's a twenty-year-old car. <laughs> you yes. Know? Good. Good for you. Yeah. Good. That's a sensible choice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. there's a but I I think there is there is some point where it goes from good for you to fuck off. Right. Like you're exactly right. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's not a graduated no. thing, and I think the line's probably different for everybody. But this is clearly way over <laughs> on the other end. Yes, yes, this person is fuck off for right. just about everyone. Right, and yeah. it's and it's not that I care that people are able to pay cash for this car. Right. I do like I don't give a shit, but that you feel the need to put that in your window where people can see it. See, that's the thing, right? Right, right. I, I think that uh, one thing that I would um, applaud your car for, besides the exhaust note, is actually humility, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't hear your car, it's pretty humble looking, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, cr- insane, like, you know, with a bunch of arrow bits and stuff. But, like, you can really keep up with stuff at the track, right? Yeah. H- humble, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Humility goes a long way, I think, in automotive ownership. You know? Yes. I think it does, yes. right? We love sleepers. We love humble cars, right? Bring humble back. Well, uh, this license plate game is not going to bring humble back whatsoever. Oh, so shit. it's it's more <laughs> BMW owners just being BMW owners. Okay. Okay. All right. I wonder Let's... why people hate them sometimes. It's It's a mystery. Right? Yeah. Okay. So let's play the BMW license plate game. All right. So here we go. Okay. So I'll 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 describe to the people what we have. Uh, we have <sighs> a blue X5, um, a, a new one. Um, a what is this? An X6 M40i. Oh, white... I think it's I think it's the four that the yeah the X4 M40i. Oh, it is, yeah. you're right. It is an X4. You're right. Yep. yep. And then we have a 535. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the license plates are and M... it's an X drive. Yep. The license plates are. Go ahead. M time. M T Y M E. Hmm. Angel Love, which is a very uncharacteristic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, this one. Oh my God. <laughs> RCH1, mm-hmm. Rich One. <sighs> okay. God, that is one of the douche- douchiest license plates I've ever yes. seen. Yes. Uh, Ian, I hate to say it, but I think this one might be easy. Okay. I'm going to go with M time for the only M badged car on here for the four, right? Mm-hmm. The X4. Mm-hmm. The, arguably the worst, at, you know, anything to ever wear an M badge, right? Yeah. Rich one for the 535. Is that it? It is a 535. Yes. And then I have no. Fucking clue why, but angel love for the bananas person in the X5. You have nailed it. No way. You got it. You got it. Ah, these people, man. I thought maybe you might get tripped up because the, I believe the 535 might have the M Sport package. Okay. Um, And also, people just put M stuff on whatever. Yes, they do. Yes. So I would have talked myself out of of the M time (laughs) one, probably. Okay. Okay. Right. That's Um, what they want you to think, right? Rich, the rich one, I drove around the block because I saw it and then had to drive around the block and park Uh and get out and go take a picture of it because. I was like, holy shit. This fucking guy. <laughs> yep. 
Right. Yeah. I appreciate uh-huh. the footwork for this because I can tell like, and you were downtown, right? This is not easy. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a bunch of one ways I had to navigate to get back to it, but it was well worth it because. Wow. Rich one. Had yeah, to be documented. You're exactly. Also, I love that like it's rich one, but like there's obviously a well-worn ding on the rear bumper. Like, mm-hmm. right. You're not a rich one you'd get that fixed if you were right. Right. And also that's not something a rich person would have on their plate. Like it's also like the third most expensive five series option. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. So nice flex. Like this okay. is the equivalent of that, like TikTok or Instagram reels that's going around where like the, the dude like crushes an egg in his bicep and, he's uh-huh. like, oh, and then like the, the little skinny girl, like, does it as well and she's like oh (laughs) yeah yeah like yeah that's not the flex you think it is yeah 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 so thank you thank you for the license plate game ian thank you you're welcome i'm glad i could finally contribute one thank you for showing me people i would never be friends with right yeah yeah we we yeah speaking of throwing m badges on fucking anything here's a picture from PETA. Speaking of that old bag of nails, here's a Volkswagen GTI that somebody just tacked an M patch on the back of. I love it. I think you showed this to us already. Did I? Oh, okay. I I must have. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I like it. (laughs) I like that when it's like just enough, like don't give a fuck that it's like, it's fine. You get a pass. Right. Because it's probably meta at this point. This is probably commenting on people putting M badges on everything. Yep. Right. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. There we go. Okay. All right. Um, You have something uh, written down in the talk about that says Ian's worst nightmare. (laughs) And I need to know what this is. Speaking of BMWs, my wife and I were tooling around the other day. We -hmm. saw this on the highway and I, uh, she gracefully uh, accepted the task of taking a picture of it. Okay. Ian, do you want to sleep tonight? I I don't. I never do. So you might as well just ruin it for me now. Okay. All right. I, maybe if you have some work you need to do, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, play some video games because sleep is going to be kind of far after you see this. Ian? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen this around before. You're looking at a BMW X6 limousine they should have put an M badge on it yeah and on top of that it does not look good like no it looks very it looks like i made it (laughs) it does it does there's some very questionable uh you know uh sheet metal work on this thing um yeah 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 i will say I think it's vastly improved. <laughs> I think I think you're right. I think it's better than a normal M6 or X6. Right. Yeah. Right. I think it makes sense. It makes more sense now. However, the idea of a hatchback on a limousine is just the most <laughs> hilarious thing to me. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, where do you put the hot tub? Right. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't make it's very weird to see a hatchback shape on a on a, <laughs> on a limousine. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I think that you're right. Like when it comes to like doing stuff like this to certain cars, like the only thing you could do to make an X six worse is to, you know, pretend it's an M or to like to try to like sport car it up, right? Right. I mean you know? I mean this is clearly an abomination but <laughs> but uh, most limos are like right, they're right. they're vulgar and stupid right but it's not like i have i don't i'm not like oh they ruined one <laughs> right, you know? right. oh no right. they took a bmw x6 out of circulation <laughs> right right what's that bill hicks uh joke about um uh, somebody taking LSD and thinking that they can fly, so they jump off a building, right? And he's like, uh-huh. "Oh no, the world lost another doorknob. Like this, <laughs> this guy didn't think to start from the ground first. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> right? Oh no, we lost an X6 to somebody making it a limo, right? Mm-hmm. Oh right. no. Yeah. 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 Yep. So maybe not your worst nightmare. No. No. I mean confirmation of of my my uh my worst suspicions. Okay. So that that's what this is. Okay. Okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I think you I think you and I need to go to prom in one of these. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it'll be my best prom memory ever. You probably. The, the, the low bar to clear. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. Yeah. I had a broken foot for my prom. Did you really? Yeah, oh, you yeah. had to hop around? Also, I can't I see you dancing ever. Well, you know, the having the broken foot in one respect was helpful with that because then it made joke dancing a lot easier. You know? Okay. Sure. Sure. Cause then it wasn't like, Oh, he can't like, he's not like trying to dance well. Right. 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 I like that. You got to pass. It was a literal handicap. <laughs> <laughs> a literal and metaphorical handicap. I like that. Hand. I like yeah. that. Nice. Nice, man. Yeah. All right. Oh, <sighs> Oh, we're sleepy. We're sleepy. Well, let's let's do a couple more my eyes. Okay. And then yeah. and then let's uh let's let's put a pin in a in a somber episode. Okay. Okay. I I have some I have some fun stuff to look at. Uh okay. my wife and I saw this while we were driving the other day. Uh this is a Cadillac Alante, right? Um Yes. Is this where the third light went on those things? Look at that. The- I don't know. Yeah, that's I a just good now question. No- I just now noticed it. It's very brown and has a bunch of stripes on it because and a trailer hitch and a trailer hitch because it is marked as an Indianapolis 500 version. Oh, whoa! So not the pace car, but it just says Indianapolis 500. Because the pace hmm. car looked different. The pace car, I think, was uh, whitish or red and had a brown stripe or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to find a good picture of the rear. Yeah. Um, that is really interesting, though. Isn't it? Yeah. So the, the, the proper pace cars were, they. oh, yeah, they had a red one and then they had a cream colored one. But this brown one with the weird graphics on it isn't something that I've seen before. Yeah, it looks like the um, the convertibles. Uh huh. All of them? No, all of them have had that as the third taillight. I never oh, noticed weird. that before. Yeah, me neither. Never noticed that. I will say that with the proper wheels uh-huh. and the hard and the hard top. It looks really good. It does. It does look good. I mean, yeah, like I legitimate like look at it in profile. Like it kind of makes me think like I mean, almost a little E30 or bi-turbo-ish, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think it was um was this designed oh, it was by, designed by Pin and Farina. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right? Interesting. Yeah, but I've never. It, I did a bunch of searching for the, the brown kind of like weird graphics package that this one had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't see it, so I don't know if that's like a custom paint job. I I don't think it is. I don't know. Yeah, they might have. It might have been like a, you know, like a dealer thing. Yeah, um, it, it didn't have the pace car stuff on the side, and it looks like these wheels were factory attempted color match maybe mm-hmm. weird right it says the three Alante pace cars were provided for the race as well as 30 and there was a bunch that were used for like uh the parade and stuff oh yeah uh-huh yeah so that might have been what that was maybe they had different um Maybe they had different colors for the parade. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It. Yeah, that graphic is definitely like the that is the correct graphic from the pace car stuff. But uh, like, I mean, look how deep we're scrolling in Google Images, and we haven't seen a brown one like that. 
Yeah, that's really interesting. You know? Well, and this was the weird, this is the whole thing too, where it was, they were assembled partially in Europe, right? And then the drivetrain, was that what it was? Yeah, the drivetrain and was assembled in the U.S. And so it was a horrendously complicated um, logistics nightmare. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. The Elante bodies were designed and manufactured in Italy by Pininfarina. And then they were shipped for 4,600 miles to the U.S. for final assembly with domestically manufactured chassis and engine. Dear God. And they, oh, that's right. I forgot about this part. Specially equipped Boeing 747s. Yes, that's right. That's right. They were used to shuttle the plane, the uh, cars. That's yeah. right. Just the absolute hubris of. Right. Talk of, about supply chain yeah. nightmare well and what's so crazy about that is that this was not like the american car industry like at their height right right you know they had already been this is already deep into the like the malaise era when they decided to do this yeah it's bonkers that they did this yes you're exactly right that is pure hubris yeah it's so so crazy yeah i mean it's it's cool that they did it right and it's it's crazy to see one on the road yeah right they shot their good, shot yeah good spot thanks man yeah weird right i don't know yeah i don't know about the brown with the black yeah odd with the top yeah and obviously that top seemed better days but yeah i mean the whole car uh, has but yeah right so weird yeah and then the last the last one I had for today's episode, I saw a GMC Yukon, and I gotta say, I like this person's wheel choice. If you <laughs> if you've gotta have a Yukon, why not throw some weird, you know what I don't know what twelve spoke or whatever wheels on there, sixteen spoke, just yeah. go just go a little nuts with it, right? Does it make it good to drive? No. No. Does it look funny and do I find it entertaining? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't yeah, hate it. See, I, that's it's not, thing. Definitely not the most obnoxious wheels I've seen on a on a Yukon. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. It shows that this person like likes to have a small amount of fun. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I'm gonna have two beers with them. <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Yeah, three never enters the equation. But, mm-hmm. but two. All they, right. they, they also go to lunch every once in a while, like on a Friday, and uh-huh. look around to their coworkers and like, I'm going to order a beer with lunch. <laughs> right, right? Yeah. I would like a Bloody Mary, please. <laughs> yes. Yes, they're part of that scene. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So uh-huh. so there you go. That's That's what I've seen lately. You know, uh, our listener, uh, Paul Christensen, sent this in. Uh, speaking of GM stuff, um, look at this Buick uh, Riviera and look at the bananas wheels that it's on. Yeah, it's the um, or the Riata or whatever. Riata, right? Yeah, Riata? I think so. I think so. The rain got a regatta. Riata. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Buick Riata. There's one of those that lives down the street from me. Oh yeah, that's right. In like a light blue, it's oh. really it's really cool looking. Yeah, I like it in that color actually. Yeah, and you know I like the missing center cap on the back wheel. You know, yeah, I'm not not wild about that those wheels on that car. I don't think it's a good match. But it, yeah, um, it's not. So I think it is right. <laughs> you know, right? right? Just just go for it. Just go nuts, man. I yeah. my fucking vegan blew up just find some (laughs) find some goddamn joy in the world people don't let anybody tell you what to do don't let anybody tell you how to enjoy your buick rangata regatta just just fucking do it (laughs) i don't i don't care oh dave i love you so much (sighs) oh 
I'm in mourning here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going through some things as as I'm bolting like 22 inch chrome wheels onto like a Craigslist Buick Riata. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I buy a Chrysler TC. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. He's he recently lost his vision. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, you're allowed to do some crazy stuff when you lose a loved one, right? That's true. Yes, yeah. you are. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I, I'm very curious to see what your rebound car is going to be. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> what's the automotive? It's going to be, what's the automotive equivalent of the trip of like someone tearfully cutting their hair in a movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? That's what it's going to be. Oh man, yeah, I that might just be getting a Nissan Rogue, you know, because like <laughs> you're like I'm losing it anyway, right? Right. Yeah, so right. you're accepting that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's accepting your fate, and I think accepting your fate is a Nissan Rogue. Right. Yes, the most fatalistic mm -hmm. car. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yeah. Yeah. Well, Dave, we did a car show. We it did. wasn't the most joyous car show we've ever done. It wasn't the car show we thought we'd be doing tonight, huh? No. Yeah. No. Um, but you know what? We'll have more updates next time. Um, so next week will be our interview with Patrick George, which yes. we have already recorded, and it was delightful. Oh, man, so, we had a great time. Yes. Yeah, so make sure that you um, stick around for that. And then the week after that, we should be back to normal programming and I will have updates from a champ car race that I'm doing this weekend in Oklahoma. That's right. That's right. Safe travels, Ian. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What's your, what's your, what's your rental? I don't know. I have rented a Buick Regal or similar. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm hoping for or, or similar. Okay. Yeah, and if you if you want to do some uh, some phone-ins from the road, I'm I'm more than happy to do that. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe yeah. I'll just call the hotline and leave some <laughs> leave some rambling voicemails for us to listen back to. I'm into that. I'm into that. What is that hotline, Dave? You know I what? Mentioned? I just yeah. dropped that. That and, uh, yeah, dropped that, it. I was hoping you were going to pick it up. That hotline. Yeah. See, this is my mental state. I, you know. This is where I'm at. I'm going through some things, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? I I I have to say I have twice looked for Maserati Quattroportes on Craigslist. <laughs> oh, Man, this, is, this is this is the automotive crisis. Yeah, and our buddy Donnie was doing that a little while ago. So our thoughts yeah. are with you, Donnie. We're always thinking about you, and we hope we hope you're doing okay. So yes, yeah. Uh, but should you want to drop some hot goss on our uh on our crisis line or text us pictures of cars you see or send me vanity plates that i can turn into a game for ian do that at 720-515-1391 yeah absolutely yeah tweet tweet him at us uh but uh it's best to text it to that hotline number because uh ian gets in the twitter dms every now and then so mm -hmm. you know yeah. yeah we don't we don't want anything spoiled for him so yeah, I, I uh, like that the crisis line is basically turned into my crisis line because of vanity plates. It yeah. has. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, uh, do the things on the YouTubes and the iTunes and the places and the places and the things. Uh, we love you, everybody. Goodbye. RIP Vegan.